Yo, what's really good? It's your main man, Sean Little from the No Catch-Up Podcast. Wanted to send a reminder. Make sure you rate and review No Catch-Up, available everywhere. iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts, No Catch-Up is on there. Make sure you tell everyone it's the best sports podcast in the world. Drop that five-star review. Pass the links to the homies. Let everybody know. You know the deal. No Catch-Up, Sports Talk via Chicago. Lock in. No ketchup, no ketchup. What's really good, my people? Welcome into No Catch Up Sports Talk via Chicago. I'm your host, Sean Little. Big Nick the Quick on the line. Yo. NBA Finals Game 1 in the books. Chris Paul went ballistic, of course. We're going to talk about that. I was wrong on that front on Chris Paul. I was on uh, I was on the under in points. We'll, we'll talk about NBA Finals Game 1 all day. We'll close the show with... I want to talk a little bit about the NIL and, and these college folks getting money. Mm-hmm. And if you could pick... A sponsorship when you were in college, what would it have been? I'm gonna give you Nick. I'm gonna give you like two or three deal options, mm-hmm. and we're gonna decide what you would pick. I'll talk about what I would take as well. But let's kick it off. Let's jump right into it. First of all, actually, we won't jump right into it. How's the weekend, Nick? The quick. We had a little party at the crib. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to. I had to come through, man. Sean had. Yeah. To, I know. I know they were giving you shit yesterday, so I, I listened to Sean's. Uh, other podcasts the other day. Yeah. Check, check out the uh, Black Opinions Matter motherfucker podcast. Yeah, bomb. But, uh, checked it out. And man, for like the first, you know, I was excited to hear my guy, man. But for the first 13 minutes, these folks are killing <laughs> you, man. They're killing yeah. the party setup. They're killing folks wearing short shorts and jerseys. Yeah, they they said you were on White Claw Drive. And I'm like, hold up. I went to the party. The setup was nice, man. You had the, you had the, there's the super grill going with the chicken on the burners, man. You had the tents so the people could sit down with their babies and and be nice and Come cool because it was 90 fucking thousand degrees outside for the Come entire on. weekend. You, you know what I'm saying? Know. The vibes were cracking. You had the big speakers. So, like, they need to, they need to ease off that, man. I thought the setup was lovely. Well done, Thank man. You. Thank well you. done. Thank you. So Thank don't you. let anybody don't tell you differently. <laughs> but, yeah, weekend as a whole was successful, man. Obviously, um, you know, the weather cooperated despite it being hot. No rain, nothing like that. So you're able to be yeah. outside. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Rarely do you get like the three day kick it, uh, three day kick it extravaganza. So for the fourth, so it was perfect, man. And then you know by Monday it was full recovery day. Most folks have the day off of work, so it was yeah. lovely, man. Can't beat it. I might be in the house for like a month now, though. Yeah, I feel that, bro. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm still trying to get, uh, I'm still trying to get my shit together. But yo, you know how it goes when you're talking to the homies. Yep. If I would have sent through a, a setup of some shit that wasn't done. They'd have been like, what is this weak ass setup? This is garbage. Then I set right. then I then I have a nice little setup. Then it's like, what is this? This is too set up. You, you could have sent them Encore Beach Club. Yeah. Been like, yeah, that shit is <laughs> yeah, trash. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So it's all good, man. We had a good time. Uh uh-huh. shout out uh everybody that came through. Big Nick the Kit came through. He brought my boy Terry or his boy Terry. Everybody uh, called him Tio. Everybody's called him Tio. <laughs> <laughs> So, I forget who it was. It might have been English, or somebody came up to me and was like, "Man, y- y'all really came up with the world. You came through with Tio. I was weak." <laughs> yeah. So Terry came through. Everybody came through, man. It so was a great was time, good. man. Everybody brought their time. kids, man. Yeah. Well done. Yeah, it was cool, man. Thanks everybody for coming. Uh, if you're listening as well. All right, let's jump into it. Chris Paul, man. Hey. Hey. Talk to me, nice. Like, well, was it the was it the Chris Paul game or was it the Mike Boonholzer game? Because uh, you you called it early on, early on when they had Boonholzer mic'd up. You were like, "Hey, there's nothing going to be nice about this because if, if if it comes what we think it is, and he's going to make an adjustment, we're going to see exactly what it is that he's out there talking about." And it I, wasn't a damn thing. I called Nick before the game. I'm like, <laughs> "Look, Mike Boonholzer should opt out of every mic opportunity <laughs> he can. Just like he doesn't need to be exposed like that." I heard it from the start of the game. He said, like, the, the even the pregame talk was just, like, some nonsense. Let's go out there, play hard. He's like, let's play go out game. there and play ball. And like, It's like, <laughs> come on, Mike. Like, this is the finals, man. Yeah. This is the finals. Um, You see the graphics. CP3 owns game one, and that's exactly what happened. CP3 didn't score a bucket in the first quarter. Nope. Didn't score a basket in the fourth quarter. 
ended the game with what? 30? First quarter. No, no. He didn't score a bucket in the first, but then ended the game with. 29. 29. Yep. So. 32. I'm sorry. 32. Yeah, that's what I, I knew it was in the 30s. I just, yeah, 32. I, I should have really, had it. He really started going crazy in the second and the third. was just absolutely out of his mind. Yeah, I should have had it pulled up. That's my fault. I apologize. But, yeah, 30. He ended up with 32. Didn't score 32 on 19 shots. Yeah. 12 of 19, 4 of 7 from 3. So, he was doing his thing. I actually, going into the game, before we get into the actual game, I want to talk about this CP3 thing. I'm looking at the props. First of all, I end up taking uh, three props. I take... Uh, the bridges over points. It was eleven and a half. I legit That's am easy. looking at campaign point totals. It was like six and a half. Easy. Took that one, and then I uh, I took Chris Paul under twenty and a half. So the campaign point total, as long as he comes out and hits his first shot, the basket is wide the entire night for him. He's gonna keep going. Right. Yo, and it was <laughs> funny because we were talking about. Uh, should we take the campaign uh, points, rebounds, assists? And I'm like, man, and that was 11 and a half. And I'm like, nope. either he's either he's going to be – I know we've had a couple games where he's scored and, and passed it, but it's more of one or the other. Like, he's yeah. either going to score or he's going to pass. Like, that's oh, it. and with Chris Paul back, his job is to come in and score the basketball. Exactly. It's, not, it's not to come in there and make fancy passes and, I mean, you know, run the offense to an extent, but it's to run the offense through himself and score. Right. So, yeah, that's that's why he's here. Right. So, I end up I, I hit the two and I end up losing the Chris Paul under 20 and a half. I honestly thought, bro, that Chris Paul was going to try to come out and just really make sure Cam Johnson – uh bridges crowder those guys got involved in the game and felt cozy and you know their, their their first finals game one but i think he was like yo listen i waited 16 years yeah, to get to this spot like i'm yeah. uh, this is my game i'm taking it over i'm gonna go the, i'm gonna go the whole way especially when he saw their game plan so it looks like in the first quarter he was real focused on getting the ball to aiden which is smart right any point guard you want to get your big man involved for four you want him to be focused for four quarters Feed them early, right? So yeah. I think that that was obviously a priority. And again, based on how they were covering Aiden, um, they were able to exploit that. Then how they were covering Paul the rest of the game, it's like, if y'all are going to keep giving me this, I'm going to keep taking it. Like, I think it was uh, Steven Jackson who who came on Instagram Live, like, afterwards, and he was like, why do y'all keep letting him go right? If you let him go to his right hand, it's cash. If he goes left, it's a problem. But you let him go right, it's cash. And they continually let him go right. They were showing on Sports Center last night. There was a play. He starts going to the left, literally cuts all the way across the other side of the court, the court yeah. and loops back in and just lays it up with his right hand. And I'd seen that right after the stack jack thing. And I'm like, oh, yeah, for sure. Like this dude wants to go to his right hand and they kept letting him do it. So he he just took what was there, man. Like, you know, you can say he was being aggressive or not. He really took what was there because he kept doing his little thing where he goes off to the right, hits that mid range. Or goes to the bucket and just has these easy layups. Like it looked easy for him. Um, I understand Book yeah, had 27, but Book didn't shoot the ball as well, right? Especially from deep. Um, he still got his, but for Chris Paul, it should never look that easy. Like he he wasn't fighting through shit. They weren't putting a body on him. I don't know why you have Drew Holiday if he's not gonna be on Chris Paul for the entire game, right? Like yeah. I get it, man. We love these pretty coverages and all these things, but like at some point it's man to man. I have an elite dog defender or so we've been told. And there's no slight on Drew Holiday. It's more towards Boonhoser. But and you don't you don't put him on a guy who is killing you. And it really happened in the middle of the game. Time for adjustments, second and third quarter. You saw it in the second. He starts to kill you. You go yeah. into halftime and you make that adjustment. Hey, Drew, fuck the drop coverage. Fuck Lopez coming up and and, and, and switching. Fuck right. Bobby Portis coming up and switching because we're getting shaked and baked in this all game. You yep. need to go in there and you need to stick Chris Paul. It's the same shit with the, uh, is Giannis going to guard Kevin Durant? I don't fucking know. He's a two-time defensive player of the year. Like, <laughs> right, I, right. I just I just don't get it, man. When you have the personnel, right, when you have the personnel to make a switch to you are guarding this person and you're in his pocket all day and you don't do it and you just continually to get cooked. Man, the guy, I don't under, I don't understand this guy, man. I really have a hard time with that too, because it's like you're supposed to be a stopper, yes. and there's a guy on the other team going absolutely ballistic. Because, like you said, 
D book scored, I think 10 or 11 points in the first quarter, shot it well. And then the rest of the game didn't shoot it well at all. Not at and, all. And Chris, Pel- and Chris Paul went on his tirade, took over the end of the second, third, and then was just kind of closed it out. Like he, like he has you know, been all year, like we've been talking yeah. about. Right. Yep. So yeah, man, I don't, I don't really get that. You're supposed to be the stopper. And I mean, the guy, the guy, Chris Paul plays 37 minutes. I would say Drew Holiday guarded him for like five or six possessions, maybe. What like, are we doing? Who's he, who's he guarding <laughs> like if he's maybe? not guarding Chris Paul? Yeah. No, you know what I mean, that, like, what what is he out there doing? I get there's Booker and all that. You got Giannis for that. Like, I don't, I don't. You got yo, Middleton to guard Booker. Like, you have defenders. That's the thing. You have multiple high level defenders in Giannis, uh, Middleton, and Drew Holiday. And you just don't really change anything up. You don't let those guys go man to man. You don't let those guys bring it to them. I mean, it, it just doesn't. It doesn't make any sense to me. And it's not like Holiday was going crazy on. Oh, he was four no. fourteen. He had ten points. Not at all. So, yeah, not man, at all. If, if and and that's supposed to be the luxury of a of a guy like Drew Holiday, right? He's not scoring, but on the other end, he's locking somebody up. Locking somebody up. You get in their you, chest, you, you, making you it uncomfortable. The point guard on the other team can't go for 31 and not score any points in the first. So he scored 31 in the last three quarters. And then your point guard on your team is not scoring any points. And he's not essentially, he's a negative on, on, on the game, on the game sheet. You know what I'm saying? So here, hold on. I got real quick before we get, whatever you're about to ask me, I got three plays from Chris Paul. I want to, I want to show you all three. One is like a double one, but I'm going to show you these clips and I want you to let me know which one was your favorite one from the game. Here's Chris Paul. Chris Paul on him. Paul knocks it away, comes up with a steal, and then draws the foul. The craftiness of Chris Paul, and the Suns get the ball back. So that's like the the, the pest, the, the bothersome Chris Paul. Here's play two. This is offense. Screen and roll, switch, get out of my way, allow me to dance. Step back, jump shot, and on the previous possession, I don't feel like shooting a jumper. I got the ball on a string. Gets to his spot, stops on a dime. Give you nine. Where's that right hand? Yeah, that's the right hand you were just talking about against Bobby mm-hmm. Portis. Here's clip three. This is the, for everybody listening, the last clip you should probably remember is the and one against Giannis when he goes full court, slows up, and gets some contact. Here's Chris Paul. The game. Paul on the drive. Draws the contact. Count it and one. Chris Paul putting on a show. Yeah, you know the best part about that clip is that TakeOver was playing in the background. Yeah, amazing. <laughs> amazing. Amazing. So that, that was the Trey Young move. That's the, I'm going to get you behind me, I'm going to stop, or you're going to follow me. Mm-hmm. Of those three, which one's your favorite? Kind of, wh- 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 which one is like, I like, man, I, like the, I, like, I like the first one, only because it's a defensive play in which he gets the steal, and then gets Middleton to follow him. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. It's, I love it. Like, yo, it's a double whammy. It's like, I'm, I, ball's mine, and you're going to follow me. Exactly. Right away. Just like that. So, I mean, they're all great. Um, I think the second one was just more taking advantage of the matchup by having Portis on them. Third one was just very heady play. But that first one is just true, like, little shit like that. When your point guard does little things like that that contribute to winning, that's elite. Like, most guys are might be content with the steal. He got the steal and immediately purposely got fouled. No, Love like, it. draws the foul immediately. <laughs> immediately. <laughs> Fuck the fast break. I'm just gonna go ahead and get fouled right now. <laughs> right. Let me get. You know a what stop. I mean? Yeah. Let me get the steal and let me go ahead and take a little breather. Real let me quick. take a little breather real quick. We got the ball back. It's all good. So I mean that that yeah. And, and the and the play, the season, all of it has been filled with little things like that. Um. And you know, yeah. I I just thought that they did not make any adjustments on him specifically because with Booker shooting that bad, um, they should have been able to give themselves a chance, and they just kept letting Chris Paul bury them down the stretch. And we know he's done that to everybody, but it was glaring where the changes need to be made. And once again with Bud, everybody else watching the game sees it. Everybody on the post game talks about it, right? The players are asked about it. Oh, we got to make some adjustments, but you just don't see it in game. And again, I don't understand this. When you're getting, at one point you're down 20, you know what I mean? Like try something new, (laughs) try something new. Facts. I mean, and that building was absolutely rocking last night. Yeah, hey, well, the valley was on fire. Yeah, I know when ready. I was there, it's called America West or Chase Arena. I don't know what it is now, but ready, bro. Gila River, I think it is. Is that what it is? 
It was uh, it's the casino. What's the casino? Cas- Gila called? Casino. Talk- talking stick. Talking stick. Yeah. Talking shout stick. out. Shout casino out. Shout out out there. Yeah. Um, and boring ass downtown Phoenix, but yeah, that shit was nah, rocking downtown last Phoenix night. is nice now, bro. You is gotta, it? Yeah, you got to get back oh, out there, bro. They I got to get back out there. They built the downtown. Where, that's where like the the artsy folks kick it. Like that's where like the uh, the that's crazy because when I was like out Wicker there, Park. downtown Phoenix was a bunch of just nondescript buildings, and like it was done at five o'clock. Like everything was all all yeah, around. No, so I got to like, get back out to the valley, man. Maybe yeah. the sun's when I'll make my pilgrimage back out there. You know? <laughs> yeah, but no. yeah, so um. <clears throat> And everything was just right in front of you. And then Aiden, Aiden, it doesn't, I mean, I know he got a lot of credit after the game, but 19 boards. And I know you've talked about this before, right? Like rebounds can be a misleading stat. Sometimes you get rebounds because you're just big and you're just there. And no, he fights for rebounds. He gets big rebounds. He doesn't allow the other team to extend possessions by getting offensive rebounds. Like the guy just understands his role on a basketball court perfectly. He was cleaning the glass. Cleaning. Any anything that was anywhere close to him coming off the boards, it was board man. He was yeah. yeah board man gets paid. Board man gets paid. And, like, he's, and he's going to. He's going to get two hundred million dollars. Like he's made himself a lot of money in this playoffs because you know what else with him? And, and you see it with Lopez. You saw it with Gobert in some other final series. Yeah. A lot of bigs can't play down the stretch. Maybe they can't hit free throws. Maybe they can't switch off the pick and roll. Right. These are not problems. He's That's a 70, not the case. Yeah. 77% free throw shooter. I think it was 6-6 six six last night. He can absolutely switch. He's not going to get lost in there. And then on the offensive end, he runs the floor, finishes everything, finishes everything by the rim, yeah. right? Has good hands. Like, I, I, I just – I can't speak enough about the impact that Aiden has had for them. Again, I know Booker and Paul are the headliners, but when you watch that, like, what he's doing is he's not getting beat down there. Like, he's not – He's not making it to where, like, again, like I talk about, like the, the 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 Bucks are coming in and getting all types of offensive rebounds and getting extra possessions, right? Like, that's defense. Grabbing rebounds is defense because you are stopping that possession, and he's been elite at it, and his rim protection has been great, and the way that they use him, it, it's just – it's it's beautiful. Ten shots, eight to ten, nine, 22 and 19, easy. A few, a block, no blocks, but whatever. Yeah, no, six, six sons in double figures. Cam. Bridges, Aiden, Paul, Booker, Johnson, campaign. Cam the burner, Johnson. By the way, we'll so, play. We'll play fifteen years in this league with that shot. If man, what a turnaround! <laughs> unbelievable, <laughs> unbelievable shit. Um, shout out, shout out James Jones, champ. Yeah, let's talk a little bit about uh, Giannis. Yeah. So Looks going fine. into the game, he's. The morning starts. He goes to he's questionable, which he's been questionable the whole time. Come that come late afternoon, he's probable all of a sudden, and then it's a hundred percent. He's a go. Shams, Woj, the rest of them confirm that he will be playing game one. I was I was very interested to see what he would look like, and I'm going to tell you this: first possession when they, they threw him the lob, I'm like, oh, he's fine. He's fine. Um. Down the stretch, maybe it was giving him a little issue. Maybe it was swelling up on him or whatever. But he started the game and he looked really good. But I don't, I don't see any excuses in there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it, it didn't look like it was hampering him enough to be like, yeah, I don't know if he should be out there type shit. He looked pretty good from the start when he came out. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I, I don't, I think the biggest issue was they didn't go to him enough. Only 11 shot attempts for Giannis in 35 yeah. minutes cannot happen when Middleton has 26, Holiday has 14, Lopez has 14. Like Giannis was fourth on the team in shots last night, which is absolutely crazy when he played all those minutes. Wait, and let um, me jump in there real quick. 100% he needs to talk. He's what are you doing? This is the MVP. Yes. This is a two time yes. MVP of the yes. league. <laughs> and the, the I didn't, I, I, for, I, I didn't chime in on those Chris Paul clips. My favorite clip of uh, the the three I showed was when he he went out he went at Portis both times. Portis played how many? Let me, let me see how many minutes Portis. He didn't play very many because Four, fourteen of all, minutes. So he was, when, hey, when he was on the floor, he was he was stir fry. He was putting up bullshit shots and he was getting murdered yeah. on defense. So <laughs> he didn't play very much of the game. But my favorite clip of was the Chris Paul versus Bobby Portis one because hey, is this Bobby Portis I'm looking at? Yeah. I'm I'm being aggressive immediately. No no discussion. No don't look for a pass. I'm on one possession. 
I'm gonna hit. I'm gonna shoot a jumper in your face, and the next possession, I'm gonna go to the basket. I'm gonna do whatever I want, whatever I need to, to get an offensive basket. That's how Book looked early too. He was just being so aggressive. He was super and he, aggressive. If he saw Brook Lopez, instant shot. It was instant shot attempt. It wasn't yeah. even a question. Clear out. Get out <laughs> the way. I'm either going to the basket. I'm going to my floater. I'm pulling up for three or whatever. Whatever. Whatever I want. Yep. So. Yeah, that's why that was my uh, my favorite Chris Paul clip. But yeah, man, Giannis definitely have to be Giannis definitely has to have more shot attempts than than uh, Middleton than, uh, than Brooke yeah. Lopez Holiday. I mean, he had the he had the fourth most shot attempts. Fourth most shot attempts on the team. It cannot yeah. happen. Yeah. Cannot happen. Brooke Lopez can't have more attempts than Giannis. It, it just should never happen. And again, I mean, I get that like you were down and you wanted to start hitting threes, but I mean, Middleton with twenty six and Giannis with eleven just can't happen. So. Overall game plan from the Bucks not great. Um, the energy that the Suns came out versus what the Bucks came out with. The Suns were 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 flying around the court offensively. The pace really favored the Suns early in the game, um, and I think that they just yeah obviously just from end to end, great performance from top to bottom. Man, they they started Wait, off. Giannis will be better in game two. Like if this is anything, we know that he's that he's healthy enough to play thirty five minutes. A couple more days rest. Um, working with his team, I thought that was interesting. He had his own people. He's like, I don't need these whack ass Milwaukee doctors. I got my own team of people who are going to get ready for Game One. So hopefully, he keeps those people around. Yeah, and uh, looks better in Game Two. But great win for the Suns. <clears throat> for the for Booker to come out and shoot like that, and you still beat this team by thirteen points. Um, that's gotta that's gotta make you feel good. I think that's a good point on Giannis. Um having more confidence coming into game two, especially is like, he doesn't even know how this is going to respond in a full game. Right. No, like, let yeah. me get out here and give it a run. And I'm sure he's like, okay. I mean, and I, I'm sure he's feeling however he's feeling right now is, you know, is a, a tale too, but it'll at least give him some confidence to know that. Okay. I, I went full on it. It feels pretty good. And let's just try to get rocking. And with the finals, what do they spread out every two days? Every three yeah, days? Yeah, I think it's every two days. It's like every two days. So, so we'll that'll be nice until Thursday. Yeah. Um, so also, don't play Bryn Forbes anymore against Chris Paul. I mean, but but he's but he he can shoot it that's a little that, that's, bit. That's your boy. I know Bryn Forbes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shout out Bryn he, he was, Forbes. He was in trouble, trouble last night. <laughs> shout out Bryn Forbes. Well, listen, bro. Anybody <laughs> they put in front of Chris Paul was in trouble. Yeah. What do you see? See, I I thought his. I thought his mindset would be to get everybody else involved. That's why I took the under 20 and a half. But it looked like from yesterday, he could do both. See, well, that's what I'm saying. I think a lot of it, he's so smart, he's going to take what they give him. Right. And that was there. And he's not going to sit there. Even if his mentality is, I want to get everybody involved, if you're going to continually give him the shots that he's hit for the last 20 NBA seasons, he's mm-hmm. going to take them. You know what I mean? So I think that what he does, and I think uh, Monty Williams was talking about it after the game. He's like, you know, when I first started coaching him, I was constantly calling plays and constantly doing this and constantly, you know, trying to coach, you know? And he said, eventually I just had to let him go out there and run the show. And he said, 95% of the time, whatever play he calls is the play that I wanted to call. Meaning that Chris Paul is out there and just reacting to the situation, right? So his game plan again, might've been to come out, get everybody involved, but he's like, man, y'all are going to keep switching Brooke Lopez and Bobby Portis on me. Y'all are going to keep letting me go to the right side. You're going to let, keep letting me get my mid range off and books kind of cold right now. It's fine. I'll take it. And if yeah. it's not there, fine. I'll get everybody else involved because the yeah. shooters were ready. Bridges was ready. Cam Johnson was ready. Yeah. You know what I mean? Those, those guys kept the strap cocked. Yeah. So um, he's just going to take what's there. And in game two, you could see a completely different thing. In game two, you can see him not come out and shoot, just get dimes, run the pick and roll, let Book do everything. Who knows if it's not there for him? So that's the issue, man. You, you adjust and he might switch it up on you. But you need to adjust. You can't just continually let him keep doing whatever the hell he wants to do. Phoenix Phoenix, in Phoenix is really tough. They took care of business game one. Dude, the, the, the series almost doesn't even start to like game three. Yeah. Because they could go down 2-0, go back home, and they win a game, and it's different. But I'm interested to see how they come out in game two. I mean, they're going to they're gonna have to make some type of adjustments to do – Hey, listen, I'll say this. I've seen Milwaukee make adjustments at, at mid-series 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Between it's, games. It's, it's just never in the game. It's never in the game. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. He will come out. He did it in the Brooklyn series. Yeah, he made he adjustments. The series. Yeah. He's like, oh, Kevin Durant, okay, I'll let you finish with your 48. Maybe I'll make an adjustment yep. in the next game. Yeah. But, yeah, he, he'll do that. Yeah. But he do doesn't that. know what the hell he's doing inside the game. Maybe he's stubborn. Another thing that Stag Jack said was like, hey, because, you know, Boonhoser came up in uh, San Antonio. He said Boonhoser was not our defensive coach. He was an offensive coach. Yeah. So – Maybe that's just not his thing. I don't know. We think he's a defensive guy because Milwaukee's been such a great defensive team under him. They were, um, I mean, they were all offense this year too. But yeah, I yeah. mean, yeah, I get what you're but saying. A lot of that could just be personnel. Who knows? But yeah, I just felt like in game, it, it was just so obvious. Like a little adjustment, like this drop coverage, like stop, stop. I think uh, Legler said it: unnecessary switches and drop coverage, and that's what it was. Yeah, Budenholzer, Boot, and I quote: "Their pick and roll game is tough to guard." I think we've got to keep getting better. We'll look at the film. We'll see how we can maybe take away some of their rhythm. I mean, they were in rhythm the whole in game. all game. All game, getting good looks, no problem. Um, well, when you have an elite roller, too. Like, Aiden's an elite roller. Elite roller. Elite sure. roller. Like, yeah. he, he's quick. He's tall. He's long. He'll catch it in traffic, and he'll turn and flush immediately. Yeah. So, he's an elite roller. I get it. Like, you're worried about him. Um, but you can't let Chris Paul just sit up there and do whatever the hell he wants yeah. to. I mean, yeah, well, I mean, when you have an elite roller and then two elite scoring ball handlers in Paul and Book, it's tough. And wings that can shoot and bridges. And wings and that can shoot. <laughs> you know the team, their team construction is actually, it, it, when you look at it, it's like this is how you want to build a basketball team. It's how your team wants. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's true, man. This That's is how you want to build saying a basketball it all team. Year. We've been, dude, I've been saying it all year. Yep. You, we've been on it all playoffs. They got a good ass team. Wings that can shoot and defend. Elite point guard, elite two guard, elite rim runner. And then, and then, and then they got a, and then they got a, a bull, a bulldog and boss man ninety nine. Yeah, who, boss man only had one point, but played thirty three hard yeah, minutes last night playing one deep. Of, one of thing. my favorite plays of the day, <laughs> favorite plays of the night was when he was banging with Giannis. He, they, 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 they bang on a back down. The next bang. Uh, Jay kind of gives him a shoulder. They bang. So Giannis is like, okay, I got to come bang harder. He bangs him. Crowder gives him like a little flop. and gets the offensive foul call and then talks to him like, yeah, bro. Like, you could do this all day. All day, thing. baby. You know <laughs> this is why I'm here, yeah. dog. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, this is why I'm on the roster. <laughs> this is why real. I'm on the roster. Like, like yes. don't play with me, boy. Like, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, look, you look me up, Boss Man 99. Yeah, Boss man 99. for sure, man. I think that that says a lot that he played 33 minutes with only one point. It shows you how Monty wants to use him and, and, and kind of how much they trust him. Again, man, like, I don't think James Jones is getting the credit Enough he deserves credit. for putting this team together because it, it is flawless. Like, it really is flawless. Like, their, their roster, um, if you're not going to have three superstars, like, this is what you want to build. Yeah. This is what you want to build. Like, in the Chris Paul trade, I I knew it would make them better. I didn't realize, like, exactly what they were missing. So let me give you a quick question. Like, is this give you hope for the Bulls? For like, hey, maybe if you put like, oh, Booker was kind of in the same guard? spot. Like, yo, maybe if you put smarter players, different guys around these type of hyper, you know, offensive type guys like a Book or like a Levine. Like, can you, you know, is there that turnaround for Levine? Because it was the same thing. Lots of points, no playoffs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so hey, I mean, on this Bulls team, if you so they have, I mean, uh, they have a they have a Devin Booker style player in Zach Levine. For sure. We don't have a we don't have a big like Aiden. Our big is uh is a scoring big. We could just put it like that. He's not Uch, playing yeah. big. Yeah, which of yeah. is not, yeah. So yeah, of course. If you can get a but this is the thing, there's not a lot of Chris Paul's playing there's, around. There's, there's only one. There's only one guy who <laughs> literally transforms your franchise. That's the problem. But yeah, I mean, if you get a loot, oh, come on, man. We've been saying this shit for months. You need a point guard. Yep. I don't. I don't give a fuck what you try to put together. If you don't have a a good solid point guard that's orchestrating and not turning it over, then the rest of the guys aren't. It's tough. It's that's tough the, for those yeah. guys to play. No Devin, turnovers. Devin Booker plays pressureless basketball on yeah. offense. He gets to his spot. He does whatever he wants. He doesn't want to handle the ball. He gives <laughs> it to Chris Paul. Chris Paul gets him in good spots, and then when he's in a bad spot, Chris Paul just shoots it or or plays pick and roll with Aiden. Mm -hmm. Devin Booker plays pressureless basketball on offense. It's it's he's very comfortable. 
That's why he's so confident. They, dude, like you, like you said earlier in the pod, like we've been saying, everyone on the team knows their role, and it's very defined. There's very. no gray area whatsoever. So, no one seems selfish. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly, man. I think, uh, I think on some of these guys, like Cam Johnson, too, like this, these guys are way too cozy. Like they're catching the ball, like NBA, NBA finals, like you know what I'm saying. It's easy for me. Yo, it's like way they're way too comfortable, bro. Go up and get get in Cam Johnson's ass. He's pump faking. Yeah, two 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 dribble pull up bridges. Johnson like those type guys. Yeah, just way too comfortable. Yes, just and they'll beat you. Yeah, bro. Twenty four twenty four points between Bridges and Johnson last night. Like yeah, they're just way too comfortable. Like no one is. I don't know. That's that's just like a like yo. Okay, book scores thirty five. Fine. All right. You probably shouldn't let Aiden get go for twenty and twenty. Okay, that's fair. Fair enough to say. Chris Paul can go crazy, but like, did I? Did you see anyone on the Bucks get up into anybody at any point in the game whatsoever? Nope. Like at, at all. Yeah. They got they got a flagrant foul from stepping inside a guy's landing zone. Yeah. I, I'm talking about like n- nothing more than touch fouls the whole game. Like, just these dudes are way too cozy, or at least that's how I was when I was watching it. I'm like, this is a defensive team. They're well, they're one of the best offensive teams, but they have a lot of great defensive pieces. For sure. Drew Holiday's allegedly a great, great stopper. And every at, player at, tells us the best defender in the league is Drew Holiday. Yes, everybody, everybody yes. tells us this. Everybody says this. Middleton is a great defensive wing. Giannis is a DPOY multiple times, right? So, like, it's three guys right there. That's yeah. three guys that could at least be jamming some dudes up and making them have a hard time. Yeah. Devin Booker was missing shots because he was just missing shots. Missing shots. It's not like, yeah, they were tough. Yeah. He was just missing shots. He was off. Yeah, exactly, man. So, I don't know. I think that's something. I'm not saying go, go, bad boy pistons on him, but you can't let the other a, guys do whatever the hell they want. Yeah. Every possession down cam johnson three for six bridges was five for 13 but still i mean if you watch the game though bridges was running around he was getting put backs he's getting rebounds like i loved him him coming out i I knew that he was you just knew that that dude was gonna play yeah man he got you know good good coach grab them villanova boys man so my guy brunson man no real shit those boys divincenzo all those guys (laughs) and somehow the worst one landed on our team who do we uh arch we got oh, Arch. Oh my God, bro. That everybody gets yeah. everybody gets everybody bridges. Gets bridges. Yeah. Everybody gets bridges. Brunson. Bulls got Arch 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 Diakono. So, but yeah, man, I at, at no point were were any of those guys uncomfortable about anything. And I get it. They're at home. It's game one. The the crowd's behind them. <coughs> but man, bro, PJ Tucker getting somebody. We didn't even name PJ Tucker. Yeah. If he's that's what, the, if, if that's he's, what he's the there team. for, yeah. He's literally on the team to, to only do that. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't know, man. Hey, you know, remember how PJ was getting in Kevin Durant's ass? Yes. I'm talking that's about he was, he was, I mean, and. and It's like it's, what they told him to do. Don't even worry about the rest of the game. Just go bother Kevin Durant. It's impossible to stop, Katie. I get that. But, like, where was that last night? It's the finals. Piss him off, yeah. Yo, because, like, he made it a mission. Like, I'm going to be in Chris and Kevin Durant's pocket i'm gonna be a pest all game dog do that with devin booker or somebody they didn't put a body on anybody they're too cozy bro way too cozy yeah great point yeah man chris uh, chris paul owns game one that's the headline for me he came out do you think it has anything to do with them not giving the nasus any minutes yo that's your guy. Yo, we were in there, run around, block a shot. Like, yo, go put somebody on the on the floor, get a flagrant. Like, I'm not listen. And I don't want to say like I'm out here telling folks to come out and foul you're, people you're hard. You're not doing the John, the John Cheney. No, no John Cheney. No uh <laughs> what's my man from uh New Orleans, the defensive coach? That, oh, that, uh, that Greg Williams. No Greg Williams, <laughs> like <laughs> no, no bounties on people's heads. I'm not saying that, right? But Yo, have the Nasus come out and give you some energy on the defensive end and just get in somebody's ass. It is true. You put him in there, that dude is running balls to the wall. Like, yeah, going. He's just every single second. second. (laughs) Smiling, happy. 
Hair on fire. Yeah. Hair on fire. And they needed it, though. I mean, all jokes aside, they needed it, though. Like, yeah. that type of shit could inspire you. Because, like, yo, this guy's trash and just runs around. He might block a shot. He might get a steal. He might take a charge, like, and be hyped up about it. But, yeah, they needed they needed that shot in the army. Great point on PJ. 33 minutes of PJ Tucker. I need more. Yeah. Like, if that's what you're out there to do and we brought you in for toughness and we brought you in, again, it doesn't need to be dirty. It doesn't need to be flagrant. But people need to know. You know, I mean, sure. and Chris Paul can't just be being all pretty, running to the basket and getting layups whenever he wants. He only went to the line twice, so you weren't putting him on his ass. Right. Exactly. Yeah, I think that's uh, a little guy like that. Like he needs to understand you can't come in here like that. That's something to look for in game two. Yeah, man. So too cozy. Mythical defenders on Milwaukee, huh? Mythical. I mean, or just they didn't feel like defending, or it's game one, or I don't know what it is, but. I mean, they they were comfortable. Chris Paul was doing whatever he wanted, every possession. Aiden is just cleaning up the glass. Like, oh, they were just everybody was cozy, and I get it. Game one at home, but that's got to change going forward. Unless they're gonna get, they're gonna have a lot, a lot of trouble for sure. Mm-hmm. All right, game one in the books. When is game two? Quick Thursday. Thursday game two. I'm sorry. Thursday is it Thursday or Friday? Thursday. It's, it's Thursday. Thursday? Yep. Oh, nice. Okay. So then that's tomorrow. So there's only one game, one day. Yeah, yeah. one day. So maybe they take the two days. What's it go? Thursday, Sunday, though? Or Thursday, Saturday? Yeah, Sunday. Thursday, Sunday. Thursday, Sunday. Yeah. Sunday night? Yeah, I guess it's going to have to be a night. Sunday night. Hey, what do you think about TNT? So I put this in the group chat. No one said anything. Do you think the NBA was kind of. what you were saying. Oh, you're talking about with the. The match was last night and it went through the finals. Yeah. Like TNT is the NBA's second largest broadcast partner, largest broadcast partner, whatever. If I'm the NBA, I'm like, hey, why are you doing anything to pull any eyeballs off the product? I get it's on ESPN, but, like, why couldn't you have done this yesterday? Why couldn't you have done this today like or Wednesday? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's especially because it ran to, like, 10 o'clock. I mean, it ran late. Yeah, my guess is it had to be some shit that was scheduled way out. And the NBA is so tough to gauge because of, like, we don't know how many games are going this many series or whatever. That it was, yo. Can you imagine trying to get Phil Mickelson? Yeah, that's true. Tiger Wood. I mean, Tom Brady. Yeah, these are the guys. These guys are around. Yeah, yeah. Deshambo, Mickelson, Brady, Rogers on the same schedule for a day, and then I guess training camp opens up soon, right? Yeah, that probably. And they probably had that locked in like what March, April, maybe. So from the NBA, I'm like, come on, guys, it's fucking ridiculous. It just crossed up, but uh, yeah, it just crossed up. But yeah, maybe they should have done it after the finals. Did that shit August? But I guess training camp. So, Aaron, Rod- Aaron Rodgers wouldn't commit to playing for the Packers. Yeah, dude. Brady was on his ass for that, too. Yeah. He was talking about that I'm shit. Brady for talks a- so much shit. Yo. <laughs> he is. He's you a- see his golf ball with his seven titles on it? <laughs> yeah, dude, I did. Brady is. Uh, how much more comfortable and relaxed does he seem away from Belichick? Oh, easy. Yeah. Like, it's night and day. He doesn't he, even. And he picked up that ring, so he's like, yeah, that conversation's over. It's yeah, another it's just, another conversation over. Yeah, it's just very just chilling. I, I was just watching him golf yesterday for a little bit. And I'm just like, yo, this guy operates just at an extreme level of confidence and comfortability, and is just like a he's just a stud. Yeah, I mean, hundred percent, hundred percent. I'm I'm into the the mic'd up. Give me the mic'd up everything, man. Yeah. I, I, we've been saying this for a long time. Like, give me an HBO feed. HBO feed. We're like, we have. Not there's no Mike. Shout out Mike Breen. I love Mike Breen. No Mike Breen. There's literally just mics on the floor, on the scores table, and we're just picking up. I just like we're just picking up the whole shit. Yeah. Like, what if they did? I know this sounds crazy, but it's it's possible. You know the you know the you know the camera that runs the hundred meters with them. Yeah. And it runs on the side. Yeah. What if they came up with some type of camera that could follow the ball or follow like the action? It went left and right, like up and down the court, and then you got the 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 mics on the side of the court that picked up all picked the, up the trash talk. So you would just get the whole game sound. You would like almost be courtside, but you'd be at the curb watching it on HBO. NBA, NBA would never allow it. Neither would the NFL. Yo, put, it on, yeah. put it on NBA TV. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, it'd be like, huge. But they were, talk, they were talking about how all the mic'd up shit now is like heavily edited, and I guess the team approves it. So uh, the team gets to approve at once they have all the feeds before they put it live like that. The team is sitting there like approving it. 
is what I heard on a podcast. You can't have Giannis be like bitch ass motherfucker. Yeah, bitch ass motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can't have that. But you hear, but you know what? I like how they do it like in boxing and UFC. Like you can hear them talking and like that, like yeah. that's just dope. Like when Floyd was to, when Floyd was answered the question in the middle of the fight. Yeah, he's talking to the yeah, the he's other talking. the other trainer's question. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Dude was dude was dude the announcer said something. Floyd was like, they're like, did he just answer us? Like yeah, so, that shit like that is dope. <laughs> but yeah, man, I've been, we've been saying that. I know it's a lot of legal shit, I'm sure, with and then like people swearing and doing yeah, all that. Yeah, guys got brand partnerships and all that. Nike doesn't want you to hear what LeBron is really out there. I mean, you, you heard it. Would you, you think you'd have a mic on Jimmy Butler? Yeah, they don't want a mic Jimmy. They don't want a mic Jimmy. Jimmy's over <laughs> here talking about hitting your chick and ass Rachel Nichols and all types of wild shit. Like, Jimmy's a, Jimmy's a, if that's true and he and, he, and that's why he said that to Cat, Doc, I told you that he's a different breed. Oh, he I thought Cat said that to him. No, I thought I thought Jimmy said to him, "Ask Rachel Nichols," uh, <laughs> like no, about me, because no. Jimmy apparently fucked Cat's chick, and I think he was just saying, like, "Yeah, ask, like oh, you know." Oh, like yeah, yeah. I like that. I'm like that. Ask I'm, Rachel I'm, Nichols. I'm, I'm built this way, I'm Jimmy. <laughs> big face Either, coffee. Big face <laughs> coffee. If it, was, if it was him asking about Rachel Nichols or Rachel Nichols asking about him, that's a. Either way, that's a whole nother. Jimmy, Rachel yeah. Nichols had a rough week. Rough. They said Ilyasova, like man, rough week, bro. Rough and week and they pulled Nichols. her off, pulled her off the jump yesterday. Pulled her, pulled her off the sideline coverage. No, she was on Which, the jump. She did the that, jump, she, but it didn't air yesterday. They canceled the show yesterday. Really? Yeah, they aired on Monday or Tuesday, Monday, but canceled yesterday. Monday was when they had Perk and RJ. Doing talk, that. which was which was bogus, dude. There's no reason yeah. you should have had them up there. I'd have been like, "Fuck y'all!" Like, let her do this, then cut to break, and then we'll come back and talk. Oops, I'm not gonna sit up here and have to. It's just a lot. Yo, legit, like they should have been sitting there, like, "Are right, y'all ready to talk?" Like, we talking hoop yeah. now? Yeah. Like, what's you, the what, what's the first question it's, about? It's an awful look that you got them essentially defending her or whatever it is, right? And even if they yeah. feel that way, that's putting them in that position is terrible. Like two two black employees, like, hey. Yeah, we need you guys to also like toe the company line on this, and it's like fuck you. And I get yeah. like Perk. Perk had tried to defend himself on Clubhouse the next day. It was like, yo, <laughs> he was essentially like, I can't. I'm not gonna go out there and get fired. Right. You know, folks aren't trying to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So I mean, yeah, crazy situation, but rough week for her. Um, but I mean, whatever, bro. I like Maria Taylor and I like Malika Andrews. So I've been saying yeah, Maria Taylor is the best host that they have. I remember when they first brought on Malika Andrews, and I was like, this girl is a star off top. Star. Like this. And, and she was like, I don't I think I at the time she might have been like 23. Yeah. I was like, this girl is dog. She's locked. That's how I found about Maria Taylor. I was watching her do game day, college game day, and she was interviewing the players. And I'm like, dude, she's able to get the players really comfortable. Like really they cozy. just vibe with her, like super cozy. Yeah. Like she's just cool. And I think she does multiple different sports. So it's like Look, Rachel Nichols is fine, whatever. Like, I've never thought one way about her or the other. But for Maria Taylor and Malika Andrews, let's go. <laughs> let's go. Yeah, that team, that the duo was there. The yeah, duo was there. So I yeah, shout it. out to them. And also, we, we gotta we gotta give uh well, did you did you feel any emotion about the end of Marv Albert just because your whole life it's been Marv Albert calling NBA? Yeah, I mean Dude, I mean, honestly, our, our whole life and like the, the the pinnacle of our our, I guess you could still call it like a young NBA watching career. It was all him, always Marv all Albert. his biggest moments. I guess Costas is in there a little bit, but Costas Gray, but yeah, guys, Marv, but Marv, Marv was for hoops for though. Marv is just a hoops guy. Like yeah, it. no, Marv was great, bro, bro. I sent in the text. I had no idea Kenny Albert was Marv's son. I, maybe I just missed that. that? I don't know. I just like didn't put that together. Uh, but um, Detroit Lions play-by-play guy. Yeah, he you know, he does all the Fox. He, Fox he only does he only shit. does Detroit Lions games. Every time I watch oh, the yeah, Lions games, it's, it's yeah. Kitty Albert. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, salute Marv. You know, he had the little trouble in the middle that he got through. It wasn't even trouble. He just say hey, Marv likes women's underwear, man. You know, but he, he said he was whatever. he said he was biting bitches and shit. Whatever, whatever floats yeah, your you boat. Yeah. So, but yeah, Marv was uh. I mean, dude, that voice. Good. Iconic. 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 Iconic voice. So Iconic. shout out Marv. I mean, fuck, 50-year run. Go go enjoy. Go relax. Go hang out. Shout out Marv Albert. Um, who, who carries that torch? Is it Breen? Is it uh, – who's my man? Harlan? It's Harlan. Harlan's the best in the game. Yeah, for sure. 
Like, give me Harlan every day of the week. Mike Breen's really good, too. Man, give me Gus, Mike. Get Gus Johnson on a call, man. Give me Mike Breen. But, yeah, Gus. Maybe Gus is just, like, too much for pe- the, the executives. <laughs> My name is Al Harrington, and I get buckets. <laughs> <laughs> Like maybe he's just too much. They're like they can't oh give him. God. They can't give him too big a stage. Like, yo, go crazy on the. That's a wild boy. Yo, go crazy on the Pac-12 games. No, he gets like, that maxion. Give him that maxion. I can't. I, I don't know if we could give Gus the, the NBA Finals. Like this might be a little yeah. too much. We need a we need a classic voice like you Mike with, Green. You go with Mike. I'm not black, Tarico. <laughs> Come on, dog. <laughs> He said Mike's, he got that Tiger Woods. Mike said he's not black. Like, all right, bro. He said he got that Tiger Woods. <laughs> yeah. Tariqa. Mike, Mike, we had to break it to you. Someone lied to you. <laughs> Somebody lied to you, dog. Tariqo, I'm not, I'm, Mike, I'm not black. Tariqo. <laughs> Somebody lied to you, brother. <laughs> oh, man. That's funny. All right, yo, let's close the show. We got about 15 minutes. NCAA does the NIL. They pass it. They let the athletes, you know, make money off their likeness, essentially, is uh, what was approved. And it opened up the floodgates of kids getting deals. Kids were tweeting, raising cane deals for Rattler, the quarterback at Oklahoma. You just saw so many deals. Gymnastic people were getting deals. Barstool was signing people to. Barstool was signing everybody. Barstool was signing, you know, gymnasts, rowers, all types of folks to deals. Division three centers. Yeah, yeah. all all types of stuff, right? Uh, There's a report that a guy that runs like a UFC MMA gym like that, that reps Jorge Masvidal and those type of dudes out of the MMA out of Miami is going to give everyone on scholarship at for the Miami Hurricanes uh, $500 a month is what I was reading. Just because? To sponsor his gym, like do social media posts on his gym. Easy. So it got me thinking, Big Nick the Quick, if you were an athlete in college and you could get any deal that you would that you wanted, would it have been like a Raising Cane's deal? Would it, would, you, would it have been like a food deal? Would it have been like a sneaker deal? Swishers. What are you like? <laughs> like Swisher sweets. The Swisher deal. Like, what is what what deal would would you have wanted if you were in college kicking it? Gatorade. Would you have wanted the 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 room filled up with with, with cool blue Gatorade? What if give me a deal that you would have wanted to 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 have as a college student? If you were, if you I were think able the, to make some money off your likeness, maybe not with them, but I think the bar stool shit is kind of cool, only because um, it gives you, you got the details there. No, but I, I just think that like doing something with them or putting yourself in a media company like that, especially if you're somebody who's not going to go to the league, like it can kind of position you pretty well for after. Yeah, that and partnership. It's just like, yeah, it's a partnership. You might be yeah. able to do some cool shit. You might be able to, you know, I don't know, do some coverage for them, whatever it might be. So I think that would be dope. It wouldn't be apparel. Only because he already got that through the team. So it's like, man, we already got a Nike deal. What am I going to get another Nike deal for to get more free shit, right? Like, let's, let's yeah. say the money is whatever. Um, I think something like that, something like food related would be dope. Um, man, I don't know. Like, what would be? The food The food joint would be essential. The food if joint you, would be essential, If yeah. you could get, like, a local, like, dope taco spot or something where you Car- could go in there. Car dealership. Oh, get me in the car dealership and just get me. A, let me drive and let me test a new whip every week. Every month, I'm, sw- every, I'm yeah. swapping my swapping joint. Out. Let me get the 2022 joint. Like, <laughs> yo, I'll do some commercials, I'll do all that. But like, if the benefit is I can get a ride, a car, a nice car, a decent car, don't you have to be give me the 2022 Maxima, you know what I'm saying? But load that bitch up. I will drive it around campus, I'll wear your shirts. I'll tell everybody to go to your dealership. I'll post I'll on them, social media. I'll post on social media. They'll see me around in these new cars. Like, let me get that. That would actually be the lick right there. That's a good one. The cars. Just give, yep, give me the whip. Just give me a whip for my girl. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, the car is a good one. You let me swap. I, yo, I drive your premier whips. Mm-hmm. Um, you give me a little small stipend. Give me, That's it. Give me uh Give me a thousand a month for gas and whatnot. And let me and let me let me rock your your whips and I'll post <laughs> on social media. 
I'll tell everybody who where I'm driving. I'll wear your t-shirts on campus. I'll do, I'll do it all. Whatever you need. Yep. Let me I'll, let me I'll let me drive that 2022 Porsche Cayenne. Easy. <laughs> I ain't asking for much. Let me get the range. I'm no. not a, with the navigation. I'm not oh, asking yeah. for much. I'm gonna need y'all to take care of the insurance too, because I ain't absolutely. With that shit. Yeah, I'm not dealing with that. You know what I'm saying? So if I put, crash, put, this, put me in the dealership. If I crash this motherfucker, y'all pick it up, take it to the insurance. I'll just get another one. Exactly. Put, we can run some promotion. I score a touchdown. You get 500 off the car. I don't know. Whatever you want to do. No. What's the uh, What's the you know you you score a touchdown and you pull out the the dealership shirt yeah show it to the cam <laughs> yo Michael's yo, BMW <laughs> yo Mikey, yo go go get your whip at Michael's BMW yo, yeah 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 like, give me that give me that sponsorship okay so absolutely yo and this is what you do you try to team up with your roommate or some shit you got the food deal your roomie got the whip deal and maybe one other dude got the drink deal with. Henny, <laughs> I don't see that. I, I need to read the details. You probably has, cannot do alcohol, yes, tobacco, or yes. anything that's like that. Yeah, right. There has to be some type of lines on that. But hypothetically speaking, have the under one household. You got a food. You got a food sponsorship, a whip sponsorship, a drink sponsorship. Well, real estate. At your at your <laughs> party the other day, Bolden had his guy with him, and uh, we were like, "Yo." You should you play ball at Northwestern. It's like, bro, you should get the Hecky sponsorship. Yeah. Fact. Easy. Chicken Shack sponsorship. Hey, Chicken Shack, Buff Joe's. Like, Buff I'm there, Joe's. dog. Like, yo, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm in that. I'm in that easy. Like, yes. The local restaurants for like a Northwestern dude? Easy, bro. Give me all them joints. Yeah. I'm I'm interested to see how this goes, man. This this year, because <laughs> it's a free-for-all, it looks like to me. Yeah, there's no rules yet. I think that the law went that they they said you can't do it, and the, the NCAA hasn't had time to really put any type of anything with it. So it's like, yeah, you go get your deal. Which look, man, let's be honest. They they this is this is this is nowhere else can you not make money off being you. Yeah, facts. You know what I mean? Like that's the most controlling shit in the world. The Supreme Court looked at that and was like, "What are we talking about here? Who do y'all? Th- who the fuck do y'all think you are? <laughs> like to tell folks that they can't make money off being them." Someone had put a question out the other day. Um, what athlete do you think would have made the most money under this? Like, past? I said it was either going to be Zion, Duke, JJ, or SC Bush Liner combo. Yeah, SC Bush Liner were in LA. Like, they would have been just cleaning up advertisements. Yo, shout out my guy, Edvin, in the comments. He said, he's talking about Portnoy. I'm going to get to that comment as soon as I talk about this. But, yeah, the Matt Liner-Bush combo would have been insane. They could have been doing, like, they could have double-dipped themselves and went and shot something together. Would have been crazy. Yeah. Like, they would have, they, they owned Easy. it. That team, that team, they ran L.A. No, that team was so good, and they were good for, like, a stretch. It wasn't. No, White. They had a they had their the the junior year, and then they were coming back. Or the yeah. sophomore year, and then they were coming back. All them boys. So it, was, it wasn't like it was, they had, like, a one-year window. They had a whole offseason. They could have been making money. Then they went, yeah, man. That they said Leinert his senior year, the only class he took was ballroom dancing. Yeah, they were chilling. And him and Bush lived in an apartment in downtown L.A. Like, bro. Come on, stop. <laughs> stop, yeah, it. stop it. Stop <laughs> it. Yeah. Living. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so, yeah. It's a tough question because I, I really think that people Zion. are forgetting how big, like, Tim Tebow was. Tebow. And he's like a marketer's dream. Johnny Football. Johnny Football was a, was massive. Yep. Um. Yeah, Reggie, Johnny Football. Cam Newton was massive. Cam. Um, there's a lot of guys, man. But the, the sponsorship deals wouldn't have been able to match what Cam was getting to play at Auburn. So yeah. it's, a, it's a mute point. <laughs> brown paper, brown paper bag boys. And give Reggie his Heisman back. Come on, man. This is bullshit, dude. I tweeted, I tweeted this out. I'm like, look, the real ones never even took Reggie's Heisman in the first place. Nah. Who cares? I don't even yeah. who fucking cares. Give him his fucking trophy. That shit, if I honestly, I mean, yo, it, it if, I would have never if, sent if, it back. If you're Reggie, they would have came picked it up. They would have got it. Don't worry about that. They'd have been like Wada yeah. at your door, yeah. like, hey, yeah. <laughs> but just that. Ask OJ. They'll come pick it. Up. <laughs> so, <laughs> so my thing is, like, yo, Reggie. Yeah, it's like physic. Like Reggie physically doesn't have his trophy. Everybody, everybody that watches college football and appreciates college football. Reggie Bush won the Heisman that year. You go through the list, 
what's the list say? It says vacated. Yeah, I don't know. Or like Reggie vacated. Like dog, Reggie. Everybody, man. No more. Reggie Bush is the best. Reggie in the first place. Reggie Bush is the best athlete I've ever seen in person. Now I saw I saw SC Reggie like in the peak of Reggie's powers, and he's the best. He's the best athlete I've ever seen in person. Yeah, he was crazy. Electric. Yeah, he was crazy. Yo, you know what would would have been crazy? Remember, there was a lot of people. barking for if you're gonna take it from reggie give it to vy vince young yeah and then that would be a that would be an interesting situation if you oh vince young would have got dumb money at te- he was a texas yeah, he would have got huge crazy money, money. Yeah. yeah so there's a lot of guys man there's a lot of a lot of college guys and i i also tweeted man pour some out to those guys that didn't get any money and that was their window to make quite a bit of bread yeah, a lot of guys who didn't guys make that the just and, were yeah. killers in college and didn't really do anything in the league. Yeah. They could have Eric Crouch type dudes, like Eric massive Crouch, Heisman, yeah, yeah, like massive, massive guys. Jimmer? Yeah, w- yes, guys Jimmer like that, that. Can't get my money. Guys, no, like who was that. that white dude from oh, uh, Mississippi a few years ago? That uh, greenest light ever, Marshall Henderson. Marshall Henderson could have <laughs> got the bottom. I was like, this dude has the greenest light I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, so. <laughs> the, pour some out to the guys that had had a legit window yeah. two years to make tons of money on their likeness in college didn't get that opportunity and then went on they they didn't parlay it into anything uh in the pro but the so, university sure did but the university sure did for sure so i mean dude yeah. there's so many guys that you could name go back how far do you go back like do you go back to herschel walker you can go back for yeah you can go yeah exactly any of you know those guys. Oh, like, jackson. Jackson, like do you go back that far um absolutely manning you, yeah all those guys all man. those guys are massive anyone so. any one of those guys who yeah like they were a big time you can, you can go back to even guys that weren't man fucking john parker wilson alabama like one of those guys fucking who was uh who was my man mcelroy mcelroy any of those yeah. dudes if you're the alabama quarterback psst, Easy money, fucking AJ McCarron. Uh, AJ McCarron would have. AJ McCarron was there for three years. Yeah, won a bunch of ball games. He would have easily multiple rings, been, multiple rings. Sure. Yeah, I remember AJ correctly. Yeah, yeah, he would have fucking Tuscaloosa Auto Dealership all day. It doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah let's I do it. A, yeah, all yeah, that money, man. Give definitely. me that money, all of it. Give yeah. me that. Shout Julia. out Peter Julia. Peter Warwick. Like they, they busted him for getting free sports merchandise. Adrian, dude, Adrian Peterson was massive. Adrian Peterson, easy yeah, money, massive at Oklahoma. So big money. Let's close the show on this. Edvin DePevic, shout out my guy in the comments. He said, oh, yeah, he also just said Zion would have made tons of money. That's facts. Zion had the social media. Zion would have came in, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's the difference between all those dudes, too, with the social, social media, media. coming in. Yeah, they Zion had got so an much audience hype. Locked. Yeah. yeah. He what said, they say uh, that those North Carolina and Duke tickets were going for that one game? There was like 1500 bucks for to get into the North Carolina Duke game. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, dude, Obama's pulling up to games, right? Yeah, so, exactly. Edvin in the comments said, Portnoy's trash. He's taking advantage of this to generate pub for Ballstool. He's giving these kids T-shirts. They ain't making shit off Ballstool. I don't know the details on those deals. Um, but also, he he wasn't signing a lot of premier dudes. No, he was like, signing like, uh, I'm, a ca- signing- I'm a catcher at Northwest Dakota State, <laughs> yeah, and I have a mullet. Exactly. I have a mullet. Like, oh, yeah, yeah let's get you – yeah. Exactly. But I feel so, you though, yeah, for sure. And without knowing the deal, I'm just saying it'd be cool to get a deal like that just because of uh probably the access that it would give you. But yeah, it, it'll be interesting to see what he does with these people. Yeah, Evan also said, yeah, biggest talking about Zion, biggest high school college name since LeBron. Media dollars, highest spending in the last few years. Yeah, he would have made a lot of money. He made a lot of money. Zion, Zion would have made fuck around and stay in college. Yeah, he, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, yo, wait, that's interesting. Yo, let me ask you this real quick. So with this new change, because a lot of these kids are like, yo, I have to leave I just college. have to get paid. I just have, I have to go. I right? have to get some money. Like, yeah. I have to leave. Do you think maybe if if there are certain guys that are clearing, you know, three, four hundred thousand a year, maybe that gives them an extra year to to, to, to develop in college and stay? That, I didn't even think about well, that. Even if you were cl- even if you were making eighty thousand, it's a it's an easier sell than come back for nothing and like worry about where your next meal is coming from, right? So your right. guy who might leave early who really doesn't have a chance second round or whatever it might be yeah you might be able to keep that guy around for a little bit it could change recruiting it's really what it's really going to change is change recruiting because the smart schools and the big schools are definitely already doing this are going to start reaching out to the brands and making sure that they're they're coming on campus and Their talking guys to the kids yeah. yeah like oh you come to duke all right cool i got 12 kids on this team like i need to make sure coca-cola all these people 
are around. So that's that's where you'll kind of see it. The boosters, boosters, local boosters that own fucking local businesses. Yeah. These car, like we joke about the car, car dealership, but there's a ton of that. Yeah. Like, yeah, those type of guys. So if you have those connect, like a Texas, you're straight. Go play football in Texas. You'll be fine. There, there's so much money, so much alumni money, so much connections. Um, I wonder if it'll lead the way also for like a kid who maybe is not going to go play pro, but wants to go into more of like the business route. Like, hey, now can that kid go get an internship or he's paid? You know what I mean? Because of his connection to being on a football team. Like, imagine if that had been available for the dude who played at Florida State, Myron Roll, the guy who went and got his PhD and all that shit. Like, like Rose Scholar. Yeah, like different. Like, he he probably couldn't do certain opportunities because of he was a college athlete, right? Yeah. So, like, what if it opens up an opportunity for that guy to go get a paid internship and it called a sponsorship, whatever you want to, but to make some bread and start working in his field? Like, you were talking about there were college players. There was a guy there talking about he was a made country music but he couldn't use his name because he was a college football player like he's trying to make fucking music it has nothing to do with football <laughs> but he can't yeah. use his name so it's like little shit like that maybe he now he can sign a contract get paid you know yeah. what i mean because yeah. really what you're doing is you're putting these kids lives on hold for four years while you have them in the grass like that's fucked up yeah facts all right we'll leave it there man yeah game two nba finals tomorrow phoenix will be rocking again Drop a comment, shoot me a DM or something on what would your favorite uh what would your favorite sponsorship be when you were in college? I love that question, man. No catch up. Sports Talk Bitch Chicago Army Hell Sean Little Four Big the Quick. Make sure you lock in with us everywhere. YouTube, <laughs> iTunes, Spotify, Apple, iPod, wherever you get a pod, we're there. Make sure you rate, review, man. Those help us out. Five star. We're the best ever. Tell the homies to tell a friend to tell a friend. No catch up. Sports Talk via Chicago. We out of here.